Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, and welcome to Coffee with Claire. Adversity is the diamond dust that heaven uses to polish its jewels. Have you ever heard that term before? When you think about it, adversity does make us all shine. At the beginning, it doesn't feel very good because it's getting rubbed up against us and and making us feel uncomfortable. But when you exit and you get to the other side, how much better do you feel? How much higher is your self-esteem? How much shinier and brighter are you as a person? And so adversity can actually be turned into something really good. In fact, Del Close, one of the founders of improv, always said, fall and figure out what you're going to do while you're going down. So we all fall sometimes. It's a matter of how creative are you in picking yourself up and moving forward. So my challenge for you this week is to think about some adversity that you're looking at and how are you facing it? Are you being brave and facing it head on or are you cowering behind the curtains? Let us know how you're doing on Coffee with Claire on our Facebook page because we stand behind you. Each week, we have entrepreneurs, people who give back to the community, and people who like to have fun as our guests here at Coffee with Claire. And Todd Drake is all that and more. So thank you, Todd Drake, for being here today. Claire, I appreciate you having me today. Absolutely. So let me tell you a little bit about Todd. So Todd is the president and owner of Todd Drake Diamonds. He graduated from Texas A&M with a BBA. He also went to the University of North Texas and received a master's in financing and marketing. And he's done doctoral work at Dallas Baptist University in healthcare management. He initially worked in the corporate world and um, worked at Brinker International, but he wanted to get away from the grind and help his family in areas where he was trained to help them take to the, the business to the next level. He has taken their small family business and turned it into a multi-million dollar international wholesale retail jewelry and manufacturing enterprise. He's a competitive athlete also and enjoys a great game of baseball when he can pry himself away from his business. (laughs) He works 24-7, so he has to fit it in there somewhere. Maybe softball these days. (laughs) Well, softball is kind of tough and competitive. I've been out there playing, isn't it? I mean, you know, some of those people are kind of mean. So, um, (laughs) but Todd is not. Todd has a very unique perspective on life, and I'm sure that it will motivate you as much as it motivates me. Um, and before we get into your business history, Todd, I'd like to talk a little bit about your backstory and how it inspired you to do all of the amazing things that you've been able to do up to this point. I know you're not done yet. So, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, 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 you're, not. You're, you're way on that, that yeah, upward trend yeah. there. So would you mind telling our audience a little bit about the accident that changed your world as you knew it? Sure, I'd love to. Um, as a youngster in 1980, I was electrocuted. Sorry. It's okay. I was uh, burned in Arlington, 
I was blown ten feet back, ten feet up. They uh, care flighted me to Barkland Hospital. I was fortunate, very fortunate. My father worked for a bank here in town. He was on the board of uh, Dallas Federal Savings, which is a uh, it's an old old bank, old Dallas bank. So, which is kind of neat. And uh, so, it was uh, it was intense. It was it was roughly April and. So it was around the clock, 15, uh, 15 reconstructive surgeries. 15? 15. Wow. They amputated my arm. They took, uh, they took ligaments and biceps out of my muscle. Um, had nerve damage in my left hand. They took off all my toes. So it was, it was, it was crucial. Yeah. Very crucial. So at a young, at a young age, I had to, had to develop some skills that were things that you, you may not learn until you're older. Yeah. Which is neat because my father is was very hard on me, which is, you know, looking back now, he just did it out of love. So, anyway, um, I mean, you can date back like some of the videos when I played baseball and whatnot. But unfortunately, I got sent to A&M to go study accounting. <laughs> did you say unfortunately or yeah, fortunately? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed to go play baseball anywhere. Yeah, I didn't have an option. No, I wanted to walk on and maybe play somewhere. But mm-hmm. uh, frankly, that at that point in my life, it was education. It was the important factor. So we've got a video clip that we'll show you that um, was done uh when you were playing baseball in Arlington, so yeah, we'll, we'll watch that video. Yes, and um, and it's it's it truly is inspiring. Well, thank you, Claire. You're welcome. So, um, you have overcome so much adversity. What what was it that helped you just keep going to get up every day and say, you know what, you know, I've I've had all this happen to me, but I've got a whole lot more that I can contribute. Uh, frankly, it, it's my belief in uh, Jesus Christ that uh, that I, it's not so much that I have something to prove, but maybe I can contribute to people in in a way of showing people that you can still do things mm-hmm. beyond your your handicap or what's your consequences in life, uh, and it continues for everybody. Everybody has their pain. You know, it depends, you know, some people have autism or, you know, some families, you know, there's might be alcoholism or whatever, but, you know, ours was, ours was me, putting me back together. So, so we had to pull, we had to pull together. It was was neat. It's a neat story, you know, back in Arlington, back in the day, uh, a lot of the Ranger kids played. So, you know, you know, Buddy Mm -hmm. Bell would come by the house, Tom Grieve. Wow. Um, yeah, it's kind of neat. You know, my dad coached, coached, he coached baseball. Uh, the ironic part is he coached, uh, he played baseball at Texas Tech. Mm. And uh, so I uh, had a mentor that, uh, you know, he was, he was tough on me too, you know. So it was, uh, it was an interesting story. It's, it's kind of neat. Well, it's, it's, it's um, amazing that you didn't let it just get you totally down and say, you know, I give up. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that would have. And so I commend you for, you know, saying, you know what? All right, this was this is the hand that was dealt me, and, and I'm going to play the hand to its fullest. I got a full house, and I'm going to go for it. So good for you. Right. We're, yeah. from, we're from Texas, right? <laughs> Texas. Texans are tenacious, aren't they? Te- <laughs> Texas, Texas hold them. We're all in, right? 
That's right, dadgummit. <laughs> so, you know, you've had a lot of um, different types of businesses that you've right. worked on mm-hmm. throughout the years. I mean, you know, your, your family started the business, right? Your, did your right, mom start right. the my, business? My mother actually in Arlington, when I was off at college, worked for a gentleman, um, and uh, she was in the industry. So at that point, uh, you know, my fa- it was kind of a history that it was time for us to leave. My sister went to the University of Texas, mm-hmm. and she was working here in Dallas. And and uh, I actually had a job offer in Houston, and got on the phone with my mom. She's like, "No, you're you're coming. You're a Dallas kid, so you're coming back here, or an Arlington kid, whatever you want to call me." Um, so um, landed a job at Brinker and just uh, uh, just just hit it running, you know. It seems like the the '80s kids when we came out of college, it was uh, you kind of did what you had to do, right. you know. You you know work for a company for a couple of years, maybe go back to school, be an entrepreneur. Which in my mind, I think that's what's happening with the millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe the millennials are getting a bad reputation, but I think what's swinging back around is they're going to be forced to do what we had to do in the '80s. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a there's a 40 year trend, and oh really? Yeah, and it could they've looked at it from like 500 years ago and we go from um a we to me we to me we to me and there's a there's a book about it called the pendulum and it was written in um 2012 by a a, i can't remember the guy's name now but that's fascinating yeah and and what he what he figured out is that you know we're right in the middle of moving back to that we thing to where um it's all about us working together in groups and and millennials love right Teamwork, right. and rather than working on their own, right? Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how that changes yeah. the entrepreneurship right. model. Because don't they get in together and entrepreneur, and then they try yeah. to pick each other's brains and collaborate and whatnot? Collaboration so, is a huge word, yeah. yeah. And so that, but the collaboration I think is cool because it's like um, you know one mind has one idea, and you get a bunch of people together, and you have this great idea, then another great idea, another great mm-hmm. idea, and pretty soon it's like something that no one's ever thought of before, and it's right. you know. Your competition's like, well, why didn't we ever think of that? Right. Because well, you didn't collaborate. It, yeah, I mean, everybody's got their individual talent, you yeah. know. So you, these guys, the younger kids get in there, one might have marketing skills, even though he might have studied something else. Right, yeah, he might just be a natural at it. Exactly. So it's it's kind of fascinating, I, I think. I I pray and hope that they put it together. They will. They will. <laughs> I, I mentor them up at the University of North Texas, and I Do you? have yes, I'm a, I've been a, yeah. a, a member of the professional leadership program. Oh, good. That's um, awesome. Up there under the College of Business umbrella for nine years, and right. the students that come through there are brilliant. They wear me right. out. Though. I mean, yeah, sure, a lot of energy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 4. when I'm 0, working four jobs. That's when I know. It's when I'm around my nieces. Uh, they're Ashley's. A, she's going to nursing school, and Haley. One day she wants to be a, a vet, a vet, and the next day she wants to be a cosmetologist. I'm like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna have really pretty animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna figure it out. I'm like, it's, it's kind of neat. Well, you um, developed um, another another company called Web Technologies in 1997, and you had a 2,000 square foot showroom. What what was that all about? Well, we had grown. We started out at Frank from the Toll Road. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're you know, aware with Dallas, but the toll road stopped at that point. Mm-hmm. So we, we were kind of on the brink of everything's heading north. You know, there was no way we could compete in University Park or Highland Park. Or um, Obviously, we, the neat thing is uh, my buddy from Houston came in town and started working with me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being an Aggie, we 
you know, we'd network that angle and my sister would, would pitch in and, and bring in some university of Texas people. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, with my mom, with the, with the connections and the, the background, we just kind of all learned, you know, so of course the family business one day you start fighting. Well, <laughs> you do that whether you have a business or not. Oh, is it, like, is, oh, it, yeah. is it? Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Christmas. And yeah. It's kind of high stress time. Yeah. Gets yeah. Together yeah. And, and no, it was, it was fascinating. So, um, what happened when 9-11 hit for your company? Well, what happened is I, I developed, um, a 2000 square foot showroom and I actually put a, a live bench jeweler in, oh, wow. in the store where you come in and cause some people are a little paranoid about, you know, you know, it took us a while to build a reputation. You know, obviously the, no one just wants to, you know, s- some kids or the younger people will walk in and they'll just give their stuff away and they don't have any idea what's going to happen to it. And we're kind of from the old school where we want to look someone in the eye, and, mm-hmm. and so our you know reputation. But we moved to to Plano, right there at the edge of seven five zero nine three, which is you know they they developed Willowbend Mall, mm-hmm. and we were right there in that that same area, park like and the target. toll road, yeah, Super yeah. Target, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was you know it was an exciting time, and the store was set to open, and it opened on September fourth, oh. two thousand eleven. And I was actually in my, uh, I'd li- I lived downtown and I would always drive up north to, to work. And uh, I got, I woke up th- that morning and, and looked at the television and, mm-hmm. and there was a terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like I was living, a, living in some sort of nightmare. I called my mom and she's like, Todd, did you see that? I'm like, did this really happen? She's like, yeah. So that being said, there's this huge, store 2,000 square feet and uh which is kind of it was kind of scary because i would walk in and a lot of the customers would come rushing and wanting to sell their merchandise mm. and we don't do that you know we're not a pawn shop you know right. we're we like to celebrate life celebrate the the joy and the happiness ha- happiness go to the weddings and, and be a part of the happy the happy part of it and and i you know i just there was a there's a time where there would be a, a month would go by where nobody would even walk in wow so I mean, not that I was going to have a heart attack or anything. I was like, well, we'll, well get, you, we'll get it figured out. Yeah. And as you know, at that point, the, um, that's what the, the great recession started. Mm-hmm. So, um, at that point, I, politically, I think at that point is, uh, uh, George W. Bush was in office. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was, it was a crucial time in the United States. Yeah, and, and, and it was tough on businesses, but you guys were still able to, to we, push through and we move pushed, forward. We pushed through yeah. 2008. Yeah, we did. And it was time at that point in my life to go back to school and maybe just kind of, you know, free myself from the retail because it's, it's, it's hard. It's demanding being on your feet and, right. you know, speaking every day. Sometimes uh, we're not all in the best mood, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh but we made it, and uh, just it was time to, to go a different angle. And so at that point, I laid off and, and went back to Dallas Baptist thinking that I could maybe contribute to the, the health care crisis. Which, and um, when you dug into it, you found? I dug into it. I found it was not for me, and it was okay. way too confusing. <laughs> and uh, it was just, I was like, this is just impossible. How are we going to figure this out? And I think just now... Um, politically, I, I think they're just now starting to figure it out. 
and it'll be interesting to see how things continue to unfold. Um, yeah. And th- so you found out that that didn't work for you, and so you came back to the the family business, mm-hmm. and now you guys are, are running strong. And, and Todd actually brought some samples for us to take a look at, and um, one of the the samples he brought was this ring. And I, what is what's in the stone here? I'll <laughs> hold it up for you guys to see it. Is that's this, uh, that's tanzanite. Tanzanite. Oh, it's beautiful is, blue. It kind of looks like a sapphire, but not as dark. It's from uh, Tanzania, Africa. Well, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> it's, it's, pl- it's platinum on the inside and then okay. 18 karat gold on the outside. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah I think it's a, cl- a classic piece. So what's tougher, silver or gold? I mean, you know, if you're going to make a, a ring that really is going to hold up to a lot of abuse, what's better, silver or gold? Um, silver is, is not good. Okay, so gold it's would very, be better. Yeah, that gold. Like it. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a porosity factor. Okay. Um, uh, you know, gold has a certain amount of porosity, like... You know, 14 karat, sometimes people are like, well, I want to do 14 because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rough on it. You know, a lot of gals, they're they're real rough on yeah, their rings. Like- and, and, you know, 18 karat, you've got to be a little more gentle with it because it's just softer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a chemistry thing where 14 karat is uh, 58% gold. Okay. Where uh, 18 karat is 75% gold. Okay, so it's a little bit so, softer. And then um, I know that there's a lot of people this time of year, they're getting married, they're getting mm-hmm. ready to, yeah. or get engaged and stuff like that. So what are some tips that you might be able to give a uh, shopper that maybe doesn't really know what to look for in a, in a diamond, since you've got the name diamond in your name, diamonds? Yeah, name. well, I'm big in it. It seems like content marketing is the, is the trend, and that's kind of what I've studied. And, and that's what I do on LinkedIn I do on Facebook is, is I give information. I I try to pour people with information because I don't. I want them to know what they're stepping into, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of it's fascinating. It's taken a while. Um, a lot of the the young kids that are coming out of A and M still have a contact me because of the association of former sure. students, and and uh, I'm like I'm you know I'm not I'm not going to solve the problem for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to help. You know I'm going to teach you before we even move down the road. Right. Um, I want you to. I want to give you the, the websites. I want you to study them. Um, we're not just going to immediately talk pricing. It's you know that's not fair. Um, so what do you what do you look for? Or I would have. These are diamonds in here, right? Diamonds. Yeah. Are- well, there's you know in baguettes, it's uh, you've got to have an extreme amount of clarity. Okay. Because the the fastening is open faceted. Um, so you don't want to have a. You don't want to have you a don't cloudy. Have, you don't want to have inclusions basically. Okay. Inclusions. Yeah. Yeah, and then the color of the stone, people get that confused as well. Um, it's, you know, it's on a scale from DE, DEF is, uh, is colorless, and there's near colorless, which okay. is GHIJ. Okay. You drop below that, um, you're in uh, hot water, I think. So you I, don't want it, a K? Well, in, it's, if some people do, if but you have to set it in, in yellow gold, but that's... That's not really our angle. We we shoot for. I mean, our, our okay. competitors are, are more. You know, we compete with like Tiffany's and Bachendorf's, but right. but they have to find us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a certain amount of status, of course, in in the Metroplex where some people want to go and, and go to Tiffany's and Bachendorf's, and that's fine. That's great. Sure. Yeah, it's neat. You know. There's there's a lot for everyone. There's a, a, sure, a lot of sure. shoppers in the Dallas area. Yeah, there's a huge amount of shopping. <laughs> yeah, and that our and that what, tech, isn't that what Dallas does shop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Shopping therapy? So, yes, it can be very therapeutic. So um, it sounds like that you guys do a lot of education along with your marketing right. to make right. sure that you're matching up the clients with, you know, the right clients with you guys that are looking for quality as well as um, making sure that, that they, they know what they're buying before they actually buy it. Exactly, and that's uh, that's what I like to do is, you know, when the social media revolution came on, I read a book by Lee Oden, um, which is called Optimize, mm-hmm. and it combines content marketing with, uh, with optimization as far as keywords from Google Ads. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of technical issues with it. Um, you know, Facebook came out in, what, 2007, 2006? Yeah, we had a, a, a Facebook that, expert. Was on, it that amazing? Yeah, and and how quickly things can spread, you know, good or bad. So you have to make sure that you're monitoring. You, you it. do have to be yeah. careful. In fact, I monitor it personally, just because. And which is kind of neat, because some people are like, "Hey, you know, Todd, it's been hacked," which is neat, because I've got friends that'll watch. Yeah, and you can take care of it immediately. Yeah, yeah, because it's 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 a little dangerous, you know. Someone posts something rude or. Uh, you know, something inappropriate. It's it can it can damage your reputation, frankly. Right. Yeah, and you can't scrub that out. So, yeah. um, so um, what advice would you have for those that are getting ready to open up their own business? Maybe they've had kind of a, an adverse situation to where mm. it's, it's made them take a step back. What kind of mm. advice would you give them? What I would do is I would find the the cheapest house I could find and I would rent it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And just start from the bare bones. Oh, okay. Do, do so some, just minimize, do, minimize down, okay. and that's, and you know, that's what I did. That's when it. I started. I lived on the end streets back in the day, and you know, was, you know, I had several friends. One worked for the Cowboys, and one was studying law, and I was pursuing diamonds. And you know, we all split the rent, lived in the end streets, and everybody. Had, Got up and head their own way at, at eight o'clock. Let's go try to make something happen, right? So live within your means and make sure that every day yeah. you're moving forward on your dream. Yeah, well, try to. You got. You got to. You got to keep trying. That's right. <laughs> well, Todd, it's been very inspirational having okay. you here today. Thank you so much for being a part of Coffee with Claire. Claire, it's been an absolute pleasure. Four lovely people are going to be telling all of you a story based on our in-audience suggestions. And when I tap on their shoulder, they're going to begin speaking. But when I take my hand off their shoulder, that's when they're going to stop. And the next person that I tap has to pick up the story exactly where they left off, even if it was in the middle of a word. (laughs) So, players, introduce yourselves. I am Shelby. Claire. Ellen. Ruthie. I'm Todd. And we'll get started. All right. So, we need a suggestion. Oh, we do need an audience suggestion. All right. What is a title of a story that has never been told before? The Dancing Kangaroo. The, the Dancing Person. Kangaroo. Okay. Right. Well, one day a kangaroo woke up and said, Oh my gosh, I need to go to the store and get some kangaroo food. My name is Edward, and this is the story of what? Story of dancing, because the kangaroo dances, right? <laughs> Which is the the dream of all kangaroos. <laughs> Edward was so happy to be on his way to the store as he was dancing, as he liked to do on all of his trips to the store. He suddenly tripped over a crack. 
and said, oh my gosh, I cracked my toenail and I need to find a hospital quickly because I need... I'm going to start hopping now because toenails are bad. <laughs> when I got to the hospital, the doctor said it didn't look very good, but I'm determined to keep dancing. Because that is my dream. <laughs> I must fulfill my dream. Nobody can stop me. Not even this heart cracked. And the moral of this story is, if you're going to be a dancing kangaroo named Edward, do not stub your toe. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So excited. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here, Jacqueline. So my first question for you is, we are all so busy. How do you balance fun with responsibility at work? Oh, my goodness. I have fun at work. I tell you, music and working and just excited to be when you love what you do your responsibility comes easy so i love what i do so when my responsibilities it's fun meeting people awesome so um what are some of the fun things about growing your business oh the excited things about growing the business is meeting people collaborating with mm -hmm. them and allowing them to know that what it is, the services that I'm offering, we can grow together. So collaborating and meeting people is fun. Well, and it gets a lot. Um, it gets a lot of work done too. It gets a lot of work done. You meet people, and they begin to enjoy having fun with you. Right. So they want to help. So, um, what advice could you give someone that might be struggling right now as to how to keep it fun? Ooh, I would tell them to invite relaxation into their schedule. Mm to in, invite uh, just rethinking some things and looking at it and stirring at it until they get excited about going out, rinsing and repeating, doing it over and over Rinsing and repeating. Okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your business. Oh, I'm so excited. Adventure and Victory provide life skills, prayer, and and community outreach service to low-income disadvantaged. Women have an opportunity to tap into the hidden potential, unleash the power within, tap into the world, and step out in front of the world and allow them to, to share. They get to share who they really are, their authentic self. So I get excited about helping individuals grow, tap into their authentic self by providing transformational life skills. So... If you were to have a happy dance or a happy stance, what would that look like? Woo! <laughs> So how do you choose to face adversity? Do you face it head on or are you cowering behind a corner? Either way is okay, but one is a higher percentage choice. You're going to get a higher payoff by facing it head on rather than trying to avoid it because it's still going to be there. If you're having challenges, let us know. Let us know on Coffee with Claire Facebook page and remember, even through adversity, you can find the silver lining and follow that fun. See you next time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.